Welcome to Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a radio ministry of the Institute for Creation Research. In this program, we want to encourage you in your Christian faith by showing how scientific evidence supports the Bible, particularly the Genesis account. The book of Genesis lays the foundation for all matters addressed in the rest of the Bible. The nature of God, His sovereignty in creation, man's purpose, sin, marriage, family, and why we need a Savior are all introduced and explained in Genesis. When we see that the first and most foundational book of the Bible can be trusted in all matters, including science, it builds confidence in the rest of the inspired Word all the way to Revelation. I'm Frank Sherwin, zoologist and research associate with the Institute for Creation Research. Join me for today's show of Science, Scripture, and Salvation. The problem that we face today is that many well-meaning Christians attempt to make the creation account say something other than its clearly intended meaning in order to accommodate Scripture with secular science. Well, this is especially true when it comes to the age of the earth. And make no mistake, an old earth means that death isn't really the wages of sin and violence, pain, and death reigned in the world long before sin entered in. Furthermore, God is directly responsible for this cruel situation, not Adam. As Christians, we should place Scripture above science. So what does the Bible say about the age of the earth? Well, we look to Luke chapter 1 and verse 70 where it says, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began. According to the priest Zacharias, God has been speaking through his prophets ever since the world began, not beginning billions of years after it began. And in his temple sermon, the apostle Peter preached that God had promised someday to restore all things which God hath spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. Acts chapter 3. And so what we see is that God created the world and his prophets at virtually the same time. God is not the author of confusion. If he wanted us to understand there was an enormous time gap between the formation of the worlds and his prophets, he would have said so in his word. Well, that's clear teaching in the New Testament, but what about science, especially the field of biology? Just how young is the earth as we view the life sciences. Well, in 2014, the Journal of Paleontology, and that's a study of fossils, had an electron micrograph of still flexible organic fibers in unmineralized fossil worm tubes, estimated by evolutionists to be a half billion years old. The still flexible tissue of this ancient marine worm matches the Genesis flood, a worldwide event that buried these seafloor worms beneath hundreds and hundreds of feet of sediments just thousands of years ago. In May of 2011, it was reported that original collagen, collagen is a kind of a glue that holds a body together, a connective tissue, was found in a mosasaur fossil. Mosasaurs are marine reptiles that lived in the age of dinosaurs. This one, found in chalk layers in Belgium, was alleged to be 70 million years old. Why was there no decay for that long? After all, the Earth's surface is very dynamic. Would not bioturbation have occurred and degradation by a host of microbes long before the strata was uplifted into dry chalk? Conversely, imagine that these bones are only a few thousand years old, buried rapidly and catastrophically under a load of flood sediments. 
Now, wouldn't that assumption fit the data perfectly? Why must we be forced to fit the bones into alleged millions of years? In August of 2009, an independent study of bone marrow contents from a Tyrannosaurus rex that was reported in 2007 to contain fragments of protein has confirmed the claim, reported Science Daily. Seven peptides from collagen, that common protein, and apparently traces from hemoglobin were detected. In May of 2009, evolutionist Tom Kay said, this will either be nothing or the biggest revolution in paleontology ever. He was talking about finding soft tissue in sediments that are allegedly millions upon millions of years old. While Kay is a paleontologist, he studies fossils at the Burke Museum in Seattle, and he's a critic of the original soft dinosaur tissue study. The oldest DNA recovered so far from an ice core in Greenland is, according to evolution, 450,000 to 800,000 years old. Some evolutionists maintain proteins could reach back millions of years, but this is extremely doubtful because physical chemists have shown that beta-pleated collagen, such as what we find in blood vessels, cannot last longer than just 10,000 years. In 2007, U.S. researchers claimed to have sequenced collagen fragments from a 68-million-year-old dinosaur fossil, but the result has proved controversial. Otherwise, the oldest protein sequence recovered so far is from a Campbell that lived approximately 3.2 million years ago, but again, this is suspect. Regardless, during those supposed millions of years, the examples of soft tissue I just mentioned would be destroyed. As Dr. Jeffrey Bata of Scripps Institute of California said in 2006, so we are finding soft tissues of various animals that are found throughout the fossil record that speaks of a catastrophic deposition just thousands of years ago. Now it's time for a short break. I'll return with some final words on this topic in a moment. From sharks to butterflies, bats to orangutans, we can't help but marvel at the stunning and amusing creatures God has made. If you and your kids enjoy learning about animals, then you'll love our book, Guide to Animals, with its beautiful, full-color images and fascinating facts. Published by the Institute for Creation Research, Guide to Animals provides answers to many popular questions about the animal kingdom. How do chameleons change colors? How do jellyfish live without a brain? And what happened to the dinosaurs and other extinct animals? Guide to Animals shows how everything that can slither, crawl, soar, or swim displays the handiwork of God. Order your copy of Guide to Animals from the Institute for Creation Research by calling 800-628-7640 or visiting icr.org. That's 800-628-7640 or visiting icr.org. We've been looking at soft tissues of various animals found in the sedimentary rock strata sequence called the fossil record. Now, to preserve the deep, ethereal, geologic time, we are forced to accept numerous improbable notions from the evolutionists, such as the pH, that is the acid-base concentration, of these environments never changed. The sun never shone. 
no worms, no arthropods or bacteria, and no earthquakes, tsunamis, or volcanoes disturb these environments for these many alleged millions upon millions of years. Possible 190-million-year-old organic material in a dinosaur fossil was reported in a 2013 issue of Nature magazine. Possible collagen in dinosaur eggs from the early Jurassic. In September 2012, a Kimberlite crater in Canada, said to be 53 million years old, yielded exquisitely preserved unfossilized wood. Wood after 53 million years? No termites? No degradation of any kind after flooding, fires, and the ravages of nature? The wood remained for those millions of years? There is a better explanation, and it's found in the pages of the Bible. An article stated, and I quote, Surprising new research shows that, contrary to conventional belief, well, that means according to evolutionary naturalism, remains of a chitin protein complex, structural materials containing protein and polysaccharide, are present in abundance in fossils of arthropods from the Paleozoic era, end quote. Well, logic dictates these fossils were catastrophically buried recently, as we read about in the Genesis Flood. Ink from a fossilized mollusk, that is an invertebrate, was dated by evolutionists to be 160 million years old. National Geographic called this example of exceptional soft tissue preservation, adding that the ancient ink is indistinguishable from modern ink. End quote. Fungus was found in alleged 2.7 million-year-old mud reported in March of 2013. Quote, This was an unexpected discovery, said William Orsi, microbiologist at Woods Hole Oceanography Institution. He said, We found diatoms and the nucleic acid, that is DNA, preserved in sediments for millions of years. End quote. Creationists maintain these sediments were laid down by the Genesis Flood just thousands of years ago. Well, as we've seen, secular scientists have been regularly surprised by the discoveries of delicate biological materials that have remained intact for alleged millions of years. These materials include dinosaur blood vessels, ancient embryos, unfossilized wood, dinosaur skin, ink from a mollusk, heme molecules, and shell proteins. Now evolutionists are perplexed by another material that survived the supposed millions of years, silk cocoons. In February of 2016, a team of Polish and Brazilian researchers published a study in the journal Scientific Reports. The researchers say they analyzed marine deposits in southern Brazil and identified intriguing fossils that appeared to be larval cases constructed by caddisflies. So not only did these creatures manage to resist evolutionary change for over 295 million years, but the delicate silk has remained unfossilized as the original silk. There's a much better explanation for how it got there and remained preserved, and it was through the Genesis flood described in Genesis chapter 6 through 9. In December 2014, Nature Communications recently reported that researchers unearthed a fossil fish so well-preserved it still had traces of eye tissues, such as dark brown melanin pigment, 
What's more, these fossil tissues reveal that the 300-million-year-old fish, like its living relatives, possess two types of photoreceptors called rods and cones, cells that make vision possible. This is the first time that mineralized rods and cones have been found conserved in a vertebrate fossil as soft tissue of the eye normally begins to disintegrate within days of death. So to conclude, there's a much better explanation for the way that these soft tissues are preserved for just thousands of years since the Genesis Flood. Thank you for joining us on Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a radio ministry of the Institute for Creation Research. That's all the time we have for our program today, but we would love to connect with you through our website at icr.org. For over 45 years, ICR has equipped believers with evidence of the Bible's accuracy and authority by showing how science supports the Genesis creation account. Our scientists research the evidence for creation and communicate their findings through books, articles, DVD series, and conferences. Please visit our website at icr.org for more information about the latest scientific discoveries, to subscribe to our free magazine and devotional, and to locate our next creation conference at a venue near you. All of this and more at icr.org. If you've enjoyed this podcast, subscribe to Science, Scripture, and Salvation on iTunes. Also, do us a favor and rate and review the show so that more listeners can find us. Thanks for listening, and God bless.